Hey friends, did you know that most of what you think in your subconscious mind is negative or fear-based? You might not have realized that, but yes, we have 80,000 thoughts a day come into our subconscious mind and literally most of those are the same thoughts as yesterday or even super negative fear-based thoughts. Okay, so what are these going to be like? Hey, I'm scared of something, right? It's like survival stuff. It's all those things that you're really trying to shoo away on a normal daily basis just so you can survive. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit today about changing that perspective, about being able to release some of these things on your own and what that may look like, especially for those of you who are finding yourself in a negative thought pattern consistently where you're getting a lot of red flags that maybe it's time to take care of this. Let's go ahead and dig in. Hey friend, welcome to Deep Healing for Creative Entrepreneurs. My name is Aubrey Barr and I am a subconscious release technique practitioner and photography business owner. I know you are sick of ending your day feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and you are seeking a solution to help you feel creatively inspired and actively engaged in your business as well as personal life. In this podcast, we are going to dig into any limiting beliefs or subconscious programs that are keeping you in a space filled with anxiety and stress. This work is not a temporary solution for your life, no. This is a complete transformation. So grab your coffee or tea and let's start you on the road to healing. And let me just say, you can do this, you are worth it, and you are meant to thrive in life and business. So let's dig in. I have so much to say about this topic. But as I was thinking about how cool it would be to address some of this with you guys, I remembered when I was a kid, okay, back when we didn't have like the Myers-Briggs, we didn't have human design. I mean, people did, but they didn't really focus on it. We didn't have the the color code of of what you are there, right? Um, There was all these different personality things that came more recent right? Because people are so interested in psychology. They're so interested in how the mind works. And that's probably why you're listening to this today. But we just have this like deep angst to figure out what is going on in each of our heads, right? So back in the day when I was just a little one, the thing that we talked about was, oh, are you a pessimist or are you an optimist? right? It was just like everybody's in these this category. It's either this one or that one, period. That's it, right? And now even as an adult, sometimes I'll have clients come to me and they're like, well, you know, my husband's a pessimist and blah, blah, blah. This is what we're working on. I'm like, okay. Um, it's so fascinating to me how we will group ourselves into these categories all for the name of understanding what's going on. Now, the coolest part about it is that it's not helping us understand anything at all, right? It's really just labeling us a certain way. And I think you can, uh, maybe you guys can understand this, but there are very few people out there that I'm like, oh, that person is always pessimist or that person is always an optimist, right? Because there's so many varying degrees there. It really just is not a good scope on reality, right? Now, 
What I want to talk about today has to do with the subconscious, but it also has to do with how most of those pessimistic thoughts are actually subconscious programs. Now, each of us brings in our own subconscious programs to the world, okay? We might have been born with some. We can get in the technicalities of that in a one-to-one session, but basically we are taught these beliefs from infants, or we learn them in the womb, or we might have even learned them in our pre-mortal existence, right? So there's this whole way of being able to tap into what's going on here, and our learned experiences can be passed down. We can bring them in from our ancestors. We can take, I was watching, I'm totally going on a sidebar, but I was finally watching 1823, which is like the Yellowstone prequel situation, one of them. And it was about pioneers, right? They were they were going across the plains. And I have this in my family history. We have documented in our ancestry a lot of pioneers that came across the plains. And so this is like not new to me, the history behind it. But as I was watching them now as a subconscious release technique, Um, coach and just being able to tie in what I've experienced with my clients nowadays and what may have been going on back then, I was like, oh my gosh, these people never get a chance to relax. They are always fighting for their life, right? And I know this is dramatization, right? I know that. However, the scenarios that happen over, you know, months and months of crossing the plains, I mean, it's very serious. It's nothing to shy away from or, you know, ignore, we'll say. So yes, I know I'm pulling out all the big things, but that is literally how they lived anyway. So it makes perfect sense to me. But anyways, I'm watching it and I'm just like, oh my gosh. And you can see them. They were literally treating each other and treating themselves as if everything was a life or death situation because it was a life or death situation, right? There was so much they had to be careful of. There was, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't just take a nap, right? You couldn't just go in the, the lake to, to get a bath or whatever. Um, there's just so much going on there. And I'm like, they are in survival mode, okay? Then they raise children in survival mode. Those children raise children still with those tendencies towards survival mode because each generation can't possibly fathom how much safer their world is now or how much better they have it off in all these ways. It is so difficult to pull back perspective and look at how other people dealt with life, what their life was like, right? So that's where I was getting is just that we carry so much with that with in our families and it's passed down to us. So I'm just using the one example of like pioneers, but also just, you know, living in maybe unsure circumstances, maybe someone who, you know, didn't have any money, who was living in poverty, maybe they were homeless for a time, and then they have a family. I mean, there's a lot of different programming that comes with raising a family that they are now passing down. You know, all intentions aside, nobody is intending to make their children's lives harder, right? This is just subconscious. It's the subconscious mind. Okay, so fast forward to now, how we're living now, and the way that I wanted to tie this in from the beginning, which is our perspective on things is so much 
related to our subconscious, we often allow it to define us as a person. So some of us might allow our programming to define us as a pessimistic person. Well, that's just me, right? I have to be pessimistic because I had so many traumas around these things. Like I, I just don't think anything ever works out for me or whatever it may be. That is the trauma speaking. That is us allowing space for those subconscious programs to come in and define our life in so many ways. Okay. I hope that makes sense. So how can I, as a person who is very interested in this work without getting an appointment with you, like how can I start to shift my understanding of what is going on in my subconscious mind and how it's showing up in my life? This is a question I get all the time. I know people are curious, but they also want to be able to start doing the work to help unveil some of this stuff so that they can move past it. My caveat here, okay, is that I can't tell you how many times I'm working with a client where something comes up and they had no idea that's what they thought. They had no idea that that subconscious program was sneaking into their lives and yet we work on it and there's tears and there's yawning and there's releases and there's I feel so much better. I feel like a weight's been lifted. So there's all this evidence that it's coming through and the work is being done. And yet they couldn't even acknowledge that that was a problem in the first place, right? So keep your mind open guys. Okay. You're not going to be able to find all of the problems. You're not going to be able to find all of your limiting beliefs. Okay. That should not be the intention or the goal. The intention is to make sure that we're moving in a direction that's more safe, abundant, and joyful, right? Like all the good things that makes life so much better, right? That's the intention. That's where the goal should lie. We want more understanding, but we also want to be able to live a very joyful life, okay? So when something goes on, we're going to use a client as an example, okay? So let's assume that you are a photographer and after somebody works with you, they can expect to receive a gallery or they can expect to receive their products at a certain amount of time and you've just delivered them, right? You've just given them to them and you get a phone call from them. Like what's going on in your head? Are you already defaulting to a trigger? Are you already allowing yourself to be super judgmental or are you already allowing yourself to be scared? Maybe they didn't like what they got. Maybe they have a problem. If they have a problem, I don't know how I could fix it. I don't even know what's going on. Like all of this stuff just comes up and you haven't even picked up the phone yet. Usually in those kind of situations, you will feel it before you think it. You will feel dread and then you'll follow it up with like, uh uh-oh, what if, right? So that is unfortunately pretty uh, normal for a lot of us that run our own businesses. We definitely will default to that at some point, depending on what's going on, depending on your own personal experiences. But I would say that's very relatable, okay? So here's my question. What do you do in that situation? Okay, obviously you need to fix the problem at hand, right? You do need to pick up that phone. You do need to return the call, whatever that is on that side. But also 
you can use that opportunity to dig a little bit deeper in your subconscious and find out what the real triggers are there. You know, is it this feeling of failure? Do you feel like you've let people down before? Do you feel like sometimes your work is not what you think it would have been or what your clients would have thought it was? There are so many questions that you can ask yourself, but the important thing is, is to ask them. So many people that have these things come up, they fix the problem and they move on and say, oh, you know, it's no big deal after all. But next time that happens, you have the same reaction, right? Unless you're taking care of those subconscious programs that are causing triggers and causing misinformation and causing you to feel depressed, anxiety, sadness, whatever, like unless you fix those, they're going to keep coming up. And I find the biggest thing is just to be able to recognize that that's actually what's going on. Once you can recognize that, you really start to change how you interact with other people. You start to change how you interact with yourself. Super short sidebar again. But last night, I had this conversation with myself. I said, I I actually, what happened was, is I had this subscription that I can no longer do. And I I literally could not do it anymore. And I was supposed to reach out to them and cancel it. And I completely forgot because I'm a busy person and I forget things. I am not perfect. Okay. And so I reached out to them after I saw the charge come out of my account. And I said, Hey, I, you know, I totally forgot to let you guys know, but I can't part participate in this anymore. So I was hoping to be able to cancel. I realized it was late. um, But do you guys offer refunds for that? And I was just very polite, respectful, and that kind of thing. Whereas in the past, I mean, and this was crazy to me really thinking back because in the past, I have been in situations like that, where I would use force to be like, hey, You know, this wasn't supposed to come out till two more days and I didn't know about it. So therefore I deserve a refund, right? Um, Just being honest, I've been there before. I have absolutely been there before. So, but I didn't do that this time. I was just like, okay, well, you know, and I even said to myself, look, it's my fault. You know, if they decide not to do a refund, I can be upset about that for a little bit, but I get to move on because I made a mistake you know? And so I was totally okay with that. But much to my surprise, they emailed me back like within a couple hours and they were like, oh, you know, that's totally fine. We'll go ahead and refund it. And it was such a, such a small, but yet profound moment for me to realize that my interactions have changed with other people. My interactions with customer service reps or the plumber or the inspectors that we keep getting at my house because we're remodeling like my reactions and my respect towards other people has totally shifted since I started doing more internal work. And I'm not trying to say that I was ever, you know, one of those ladies that nobody wanted to talk to, or, you know, people would hang up on me or something. Like I definitely had programming around what was fair and what was not fair and how I expected to be treated. Um, And that's pretty normal for all of us. But when those are causing us to act irately, to act like, you know, it's the end of the world when we forgot to do something, right? We'd rather blame it on someone else than take our part of the blame. So that is what 
the benefits of working on your subconscious can do. And I know that telling you today, hey, you need to use these experiences and you need to ask yourself the right questions and get deeper into what's really going on. I realize that that sounds very laborious for most of you. Like I get that. I have been there. It sounds annoying and it definitely sounds like something not on my to-do list today. I get that. But for the very few of you who are super invested in being able to shift some of these false beliefs, maybe you keep seeing it come up. Maybe you're sick of seeing it come up and you think, gosh, I really want to get to the bottom of this. You're the ones that I'm talking to because you're the ones who are going to take the time to decipher where these thoughts and these emotions are coming from. And when you can do that, you start to open up to the world around you in a whole different way. And that is when the good stuff starts happening. So even if you can't join us in the program right now, or even if you can't get this work done for whatever reason, know that there's still space for you to grow. There's still ways for you to dig deeper. And don't let these traumas and these experiences that trigger you, don't let them go to waste, right? Dig in, see what's there, see what it's trying to tell you because there's always, always a message. All right, guys, I hope that was inspirational to you. Have a beautiful week, and I look forward to our next conversation. I hope this podcast spoke to you in some way. If it did, please go ahead and leave me a review and subscribe so that I know you're enjoying what you hear. And further, if you know somebody else who owns their own creative business and struggles with anything that we spoke about, Please pass this on because it is my hope that we will be able to build a community of like-minded individuals who love on each other and appreciate the many facets that make our creative business so unique. And lastly, check out the show notes to find my free Facebook community and other useful links to work with me. All right, friend. See you soon.